Working Fans Podcast. Cool. Yep. All right, here we go. Coming down three, two. And at the Working Fans Podcast, this is just a podcast that three lifelong fans created to have a place to talk comedy and pro wrestling. Now, our comedy podcast releases every Tuesday, while our wrestling podcast releases every Thursday. We release bonus episodes under the moniker Working Fans Presents every now and then. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, any major podcast provider. The important thing is just please like, rate, review, subscribe wherever you listen to us. Now, we have started a new thing. We are now on Amazon and Audible. So those episodes release every Monday. And that's kind of going through the archives and just releasing our old episodes in a new area. So if you want to live through the process with us again, take that journey with us again. You can find us over on Amazon and Audible. If you can't get enough of us in the audio form, check out our YouTube. It's youtube.com slash C slash Working Fans Wrestling Pod, or just search Working Fans Podcast on YouTube. We have the whole archive is up there. And if you listen to the Working Fans Podcast, you are more than familiar with the 531. That is our signature segment where we take your top five list on a particular subject, vote it down to a top three, and then debate it down to a top one. If you want to hear three guys talk shit about comedy, wrestling, life, anything, you will enjoy the Working Fans Podcast. Find us on Twitter, that's at fansworking. Facebook, Working Fans Pod. We've got email where you can reach out to us and please contact us to let us know what you think of the podcast and for any ideas that you might have. That's workingfanswrestlingpod at gmail.com. We're on Instagram where you can keep up with us at workingfanswrestling underscore pod and we can continue to do what we love and bring you guys in as fans. We want to take a minute to thank our newest sponsor on the show, 482 Designs. That is F-O-U-R, the numbers 82designs, 482designs. You can find them on Facebook by looking up F-O-U-R, 82designs, at F-O-U-R, 82designs on Instagram. And if you want to email them, go to F-O-U-R, 82designs at gmail.com. Pretty soon, we're going to be rolling out some high-quality T-shirts and stickers that were just done by the sponsor. Please check them out for any of your screen printing needs. First off, it's light years better than our first one. Also, we divide the washer and dryer. They look good, and they're good quality. Nice. And those stickers before Paco chewed them up were amazing. And luckily, we'll be getting some more in, hopefully, before we start selling them to fans. But that's F-O-U-R-8-2 Designs. All right, everybody. It's the Working Fans Podcast. The man called Dave. And today, we got young female comedian, Danielle DeLuca, who is also one of the hosts of Gag on This Podcast. And she'll tell us about her journey and that show. Danielle, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you. So how did you break into comedy? Why don't we just start at the beginning? I started comedy in uh, October of 2017. That's basically when I went, ran out of money. I was a huge gambling addict. 
Yeah, so casinos don't really like you when you run out of money. So I just said, you know, I, I need to find a better outlet. And luckily, I live in Sacramento. We have a great comedy scene here. Because I would always go to, like, Punchline and go to shows. But I didn't know there was actually, like, an ability to, you know, do what you wanted to do. So that's, that's where I got it. Now I do comedy every night, if not two or three times a night. Wow. Okay, so you keep busy. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, so, okay, yeah, gambling, I can see that. I mean, oh, yeah. never got, got that far into it, but I definitely can see what you would. I, I, I definitely oh, lost I some it. money here and there, yeah. I love it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I love it. Luckily, I got really broke really fast, so I was kind of oh, like, okay. all right. Yeah, yeah that's cool, man. So you're new, you've been doing this for a little while, but, you know, you're still fairly new. Yeah. Who are some of your, like, you know, your inspirations? Do you have some inspirations in comedy that you follow? And Oh, yeah. I mean, I like Whitney Cummings. I love Big J Overson, Andrew Santino. I, there's just too many. Annie Letterman, uh, Lederman. Uh, there's just so many. Taylor Tomlinson. I, I, I like Louis C.K. is my favorite. So mm. I don't care what people say, but like that's my. I I always say like I'm a West Coast girl, but I should have been born on the East Coast. Like Boston mm. is like my hometown, even though I've never. I, I went there in January, but like I've always felt like I'm from the East Coast, so I like East Coast comedy. All right, yeah. Yeah. Louis C.K. Yeah, I mean you can't go wrong with that. I mean, as far as comedy goes, Louis one of the yeah. best. Yeah. Hey, if he wanted to jerk off in front of me and tell me jerks while well, he did it, it'd be an honor. <laughs> I love your honesty. Now, so have you met uh, a lot of good friends in stand up? A lot of good acquaintances? Have you got? Oh yeah. Good, yeah. Um, you know, I use friends. Friends is like a like an I love you term. I have a lot of acquaintances uh, that I sure. know, but I've met I've met some really like good people here in Sacramento and elsewhere. Um, when the world shut down and everything went to Zoom, you know, you couldn't really do comedy on Zoom, so I used it as like a networking playground, and I just kind of made acquaintances and started traveling for comedy because I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna stop. So, what are some of the places you've traveled to uh, because of comedy? Uh, January, I went to Boston and I did a week there. I did a competition. I've been to um, Cleveland, Buffalo, Vegas a lot, Phoenix. What are my, some next, of your... my next stop is like Texas. I'd love to go to Texas and just oh. do all of it. But I haven't been there yet. So. Absolutely. No, Texas, uh, uh, it's on my bucket list. What's been some of your favorite crowds so far? Some of my favorite crowds? Yeah. I would, I, I would say uh, for a long time when I first started comedy, a lot of women in the crowd like, weren't my... You know, they, they just weren't, like, on my side, but I've really been able to, like, switch it over. So, like, I like it when ladies, groups of ladies come out. Mm -hmm. And I take all my ladies typically out with me. I've got, like, a group of six that I roll out with to comedy shows. And, you know, I just like people that have fun, you know? I, I do a lot of crowd work, so yeah, with that, it's a little bit harder to control the crowd. But, like, I like mm -hmm. I, I like fun crowds. You know, I don't, I don't want stiff boards. I meant like uh like what's more like your favorite cities you've been to for comedy? Like, oh yeah. oh oh okay probably Boise Ohio Idaho. Really? Okay. That was a really cool crowd. Sold out shows all four all four nights. Uh, Sacramento depending, but uh anytime you go out of state or out of town to do comedy, they treat you like a rock star, and that's awesome. I never would have thought Boise like a big comedy town. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, Boise, Boise by far, Boise and uh. Uh, Cleveland, Ohio. I would say. Cleveland, I can see. Cleveland, I think of like a rocking kind of town. They got sports yeah. teams. Boise, yeah. I think like potatoes or something. No, oh. man. Boise, it's <laughs> happening in Boise. Like oh, they, they weren't, they weren't too happy with me at first. But I was like, hey, I'm going back to California. Like I'm not going to move here. I promise. And then they were like, okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> but like they had, they were really good crowds. And uh, 
Yeah, so I'd say that's my favorite. Now, what, you know, traveling is usually good. You said they treat you like a rock star. Have you had, like, what would you say maybe with the rougher areas in terms of Santa? You know, I like rough areas. So, like, I, oh, okay. I like, I'd rather do dive bars and places where they're like, oh, shit, there's comedy going on. Because if you can make a crowd turn and, like, listen to you, cool. But I would say that um, there's a club here, and it's called Touch of Class. And it's in Sacramento. It's in South Sac. That tells you anything. And, you know, for five minutes, they didn't laugh. You could hear a pin drop, and the host wouldn't let me get off the stage. It was, like, is rough, but I've been able to turn it around. I, I think it it just depends. But I like sleazy places. I like, you know. You like the challenge. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. anyone can get laughs at Punchline, but, like, a sleazy bar where they don't really want you, and you can turn people, and you can get people to listen to what you're saying, that's what I'm doing it for. Yeah, that makes sense. You're only going to get better, too, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. What are some other jobs you've had before comedy and maybe even you're doing now? Well, I'm a phone sex operator now. I've been doing that like four years. So I'll be like, oh, hey, Dave, how's it going? Oh, how's your day? So like, I lay, I lay on a pool floaty and I talk dirty to women all day. And then I go do comedy at night. Works that out probably, well for me. That probably pays the bills, I imagine. Pays the, I get paid by the minute, so yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I was mad. Like, comedy probably is the more fulfilling, but the phone sex thing probably pays the more money. Oh yeah, nobody gets in comedy for money at first. Nobody, yeah. nobody gets in the comedy for money. But and then before that, I was like a regular person. You know, I had like a medical billing job. I was like a medical billing auditor, but I, I didn't like it. I was like, if I have to walk into this cubicle one more day, I'm gonna slit my wrist the right way. Like that's <laughs> it. It's over. So you know, I just. Uh, I don't do well in corporate corporate America, and I don't think your life is supposed to be wasted in behind a desk. Yeah, so. no, I get that. No. Yeah. Now, gag on this podcast. You host mm -hmm. that with some other people. Tell me about them, and tell me about the show a little bit. So, when it first started, all all of us were doing comedy. We were all brand new, but they didn't have a. They they started before me, and then I I was checking them out, and I was like, "You guys need a girl on here. You need some girl energy. This is this isn't good." So then I uh, kicked one of the co-hosts off. I got in there, and then uh, it's just a good time. Nick Johnson created the podcast. We talk to local comics or to any comics, and we ask them questions. And then we do this thing at the end. like We ask every comic the same five questions and see how they do and see what they say. You know. Um, but I really, since then, they've all dropped out of comedy. They're not doing it. I'm the only one doing comedy mm. now. So it's kind of it's interesting because we still interview comics. But I have to do all the, you know, finding and getting them, and oh, yeah. um, it's fun though. It's a good time. I like, I like giving them a hard time. They definitely give me a hard time. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's. I mean, I, I, I get that from the show, like tracking down interviews and like just finding people, social well, media. Um, yeah. yeah. And since they're not in the, since the guys aren't in the comedy scene anymore, like they don't know who to reach out to. So, you know, it's all, it's all right. It's cool, but uh, you know, they should start comedy again. I'm gonna make them listen to this episode. There you go. So, there you go. Yeah. Now, have you? I feel like everybody does this, but like, have you dated comedians too? And would you recommend that? Is it one of those things that you know, not a good idea? Like, I had a girl out here told me it's not a good idea, but she ends up doing it anyway because basically you run with the same people a lot. I have not dated a comic. Mm -hmm. um, I've obviously fucked a comic here and there, but I don't do that anymore because it's, it gets a little complicated because you you, you're in the same circle with these people. You spend right. a lot of time and one person may feel another way, but, uh, you know, I, I, I don't really, I try not to sleep with people that I have to see most of the time. 
I feel like you're a very free spirit. Yeah, super. Yeah, super. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very independent, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, I travel alone. I fucking go to Mike's alone. I mean, I'll, I'll meet my girls there, and that's cool. But, like, for the most part, I like to I like to people watch. So, like, I'll just go to the bar early and, and just kind of, like, engage myself with that and just kind of people watch. Because you want to know the crowd you're doing comedy for. Uh, you know, if you sleep with one guy in this comedy scene, a lot of times they talk, they're very close, a lot of us are, and it, it's just not, um, not that it's, I had a bad experience, it's just not the best, it's not what I do. Right. But sure, you can date whoever you want, I mean, there's comics here in Sacramento that are married to each other, and they have a great relationship, I guess, so it just depends on your, you know, the dynamics of your relationship, it didn't, it's not something I do. Now, do you have any <clears throat> other passions you're working on right now, too, besides comedy, or? I mean, I'm a mom. I don't really know if that's a passion. <laughs> no, but like I, uh, you know, I deal with that shit. I have a 15 year old and 18 year old, and it's kind of fun oh. to make them come out to open mics. And uh, you know, I try to include them in a lot of things. Uh, they they hate it. They don't think I'm that funny, and I just love it. So, uh, you know, I don't really I roller skate. Okay. Not, okay. Not very well anymore. I do rest. I, I don't do wrestling. One of your phrases. I do comedy at a wrestling show. Yeah. So when I like, and there was one this Saturday. So I've really gotten to know a lot of wrestlers and like, just see how they operate. And it's cool to see another group of adults following their passion. You know, besides comics. Would you uh, draw any comparisons so far between wrestling and comedy? A lot of broken men. <laughs> yeah, a funny. lot of broken men. It's funny because a lot of comics. Have a lot of male comics, in my understanding, have either they love wrestling or they've tried it, or a lot of wrestlers have tried like one or the other, you know. Mm -hmm. So I mean, I think they're hand in hand. They 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 just want to have a good time, especially for wrestling. It's a well, it's a show, you know. They're entertaining. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's entertainment. So yeah, they want to entertain you. Yeah, actually, there's some old school pro wrestlers that would tell you that. Uh, Back in the day, they would be traveling, like a traveling circus. And basically, they would have to put on different style of matches, depending yeah. on the town they were in, to work yeah. different crowds. And I always thought there was an interesting comparison to comedy, too. Because if you go on the road, you might work a different act than you would in another crowd as well. Oh, yeah. Like, the set I do in Atlanta is totally different than the set I would do in Boise. The set I do in Upper State New York would be different than what I do in Boston. Uh, and, and it depends on the, the people there. You know, I... Uh, you know, a lot of times older people, like I just started trying to do clean comedy, yeah. which isn't really my forte, but it's been going okay. Like if you can make things relatable, then people will listen to it. And funny, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was going to say too, one other thing too, they would always say too, is like in wrestling, uh, the best characters are the ones that are most true to your yourself. And like, you yeah. just turn it up, like, you know, the volume like 10 times. Do you feel like that's a comparison in comedy, too? Like, almost finding your voice kind of thing? I mean, every comic's different. I mean, yeah. Mitch Hepburn made it really, really well with one-liners. He didn't talk about his life at all. So, I, me personally, I'm very genuine on stage. I talk about my day, what's going on. I have jokes, but they're not, like, word-for-word word written-down jokes. Yeah. Interesting. Now, would you, it's interesting. Um, I just wonder, are, would you consider yourself, like, a student of comedy? Like, do you watch a lot of, like, you know, oh, yeah. stuff? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I I'm watch a lot of comedy. Yeah. I record my sets every night. I watch them. I critique myself. Yeah, I'm a I'm a, I'm an aspiring comedian because I want to I want to be that comic that no one remembers their name in a sleazy bar, but they all had a good time. You know, yeah, no one ever yeah. seems to remember comics names. So 
Daniel DeLuca, remember it, folks. There we go. There we go. <laughs> That's pretty good. So, what are your goals then, right now? Then, like, as far as this goes. That's a, good, that's a good question. I don't know. No, like for now, I'm just working on my funny. Like I'm just trying to be funnier than I am right now. Because I mean, I'm 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 improving. I've improved from when I started, but I, obviously everyone can always improve. And if I can make, see, someone once told me like, comics don't write funny jokes. Comics make everything funny. So, like, if you can find the funny in anything, then you're funny. Right. Like, not like, oh, you're so great at comedy. Like. Or like people are like, oh my god, you're so fucking funny, and it's like, I can find the funny in just about anything, or at least that's what I'm trying to do. Now, have you experienced now, like, when you were experienced, like when you when you're bombing or you've had bad shows and stuff like that? Is it hard at this point now that you've been doing it for a little while to deal with still, or is it like now you kind of developed a thicker skin to it? You know, I always have had thick skin. My my 95 year old, she's 95 now, but my grandma raised me. She's from Italy, and she. You know, she's very honest. She didn't really keep anything. You know, she's kind of that will feed you a plate of pasta and be like, oh, why are you so fat? Like, you know, she'll just say shit that it's like, fuck you. You know, so we grew up very open and sarcastic in my house. But I I would say my goals, like just working on funny and like when I bomb, because I do record every set and I do listen to it. You know, if you're not having fun, like I'm doing this basically for free. I'm doing comedy for the most part for free. So right. if I begin to not have fun at it anymore, then I just kind of take a break, like a mental health break, and just kind of reevaluate what I'm doing. Because I bomb, I wouldn't say I bomb all the time, but like there are a lot of times where it's just not there, you know? And, and yeah. if I'm not feeling it, then I won't go out and go do comedy, you know? Because yeah, there's no point in me going on a microphone and just not, like you're there, you know? Like you're, you're supposed to be funny. And if you're not working on anything and you just want to go out so someone will hear you so you have a microphone, that's not my get though. Like, I'm trying to do something. So, makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Now, are you a fan of any like uh, comedic movies? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, mm -hmm. I don't. Yeah, like Wedding Crashers, old school. Oh, I like yeah. fucking. What's the one with fucking? Uh, I just watched it. Richard Pryor and Oliver. Fuck, it's called like Hear No Evil, See No Evil. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Like um, super old ones. Yeah. I like trading um, places with. Uh, oh yeah. Like all that shit, I watched yeah. all that shit. Well, we do yeah. like a thing called like the five three one sometimes, and we'll take like top fives of certain subjects. And I was kind of curious. I was like, I was just, I try to think what you'd be interested in because you're kind of like a free spirit. And I'm like, I don't know if she's gonna even watch anything, but it's interesting to hear like you. I do. Okay. I don't watch scary movies. I don't watch the news. I don't watch real life shit. Yeah, uh, no, fuck I, that I, stuff. I watch comedies. I want to have a good time. I want to be. I want my mind to stay funny, so I don't really concern myself with negative shit no absolutely all right so yeah. in that vein just for the hell of it give me your top five comedy movies oh. when it comes to mind you don't have to like you know okay wedding crashers old school two great ones super bad i really like i watch it a lot it's a good one yeah Fuck. i mean any movie will Ferrell's and i love uh, i like adam yeah. sandler i like that's my boy you know i'm not a i know a lot of people don't really like adam sandler but that's my boy it's fucking great New Kids on the Block was my first concert I ever went to, so I thought that was great. But yeah, that's right. I'm down to pretty much watch any kind of movie. Yeah, it was, uh, Sandra had those early films too, like Madison and, uh, Oh yeah, Jack. yeah. 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 Happy Gilmore. And what's the other one with the kid? Uh, Big Daddy. Big Daddy. Big Daddy, yeah. Big Daddy was yeah. a good one. Yeah. Like, I can write my name with the P. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I, and I like how Adam Sandler has the same, he, you know, he has his friends in it. Yeah, he, his he, crew. He came up and he brought his crew. 
Yeah. And that's that's what I hope we're doing here in Sacramento. You know? Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Now, I guess, is there anything you want to promote you got coming up? Shows or anything? You know, I'll just promote like my Facebook page yes, and my Instagram because I normally just post all on there. But uh, I'm, I'm in Sacramento, so if you're in Sacramento, you can always come out to the Blaring Stone at 7 p.m. It's a mic that I run. It's a selected mic. I don't let just anyone up there. But I'm, I'm at Punchline. I'm at Laughs Unlimited. My Facebook or my Instagram is radchick, the number four ever. I'll be making a website here pretty soon. So Awesome, awesome. And then one last question. Any advice for any uh, aspiring comedians or people thinking about even getting into comedy? Be a good person. Be genuine. You don't have to be broken to be a comic. Like, you don't have to... They say tragedy plus time equals funny, which I get. I understand that, but like, if you're if you're mentally not prepared to handle the rejection that you're gonna get, you might want to just revise. You know, get mentally healthy. Yeah. I do a lot of hallucinogenics. I do a lot of outside things. So like, I I always try to stay grounded. I'm not saying go do that. I'm just saying it gets grounded and like, you know, it helps you look at things. I don't I don't really get I don't have advice advice just because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. You know, but yeah, just be a good person, it. be genuine, and record yourself because. A lot of times people would be like, oh, I fucking killed. Oh, I did so well. And it's like, oh, did you record it? Because I'd love to watch it. Because sometimes I think I do really well. That's no, not the case. Sometimes I think I did shitty and I did okay. You know? Mm. So you really, you really, it makes you take a harsh look at yourself because it's a very delusional, it's easy to be delusional in this game. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Danielle, I want to thank you for your time. All right, so that wraps us up for this week. Thank you again for listening to the Working Fans Podcast. So as always, you can find us on Twitter at Fans Working. Our Facebook page is Working Fans Wrestling Pod. We have email where you can reach out to us and let us know what you think also. That's WorkingFansWrestlingPod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, WorkingFansWrestling underscore pod. And then as always, please continue to listen to us on anchor.fm google podcast spotify breaker overcast pocket cast radio public all your major platforms if you're following us on apple podcast which we are also on now and youtube please make sure you subscribe and give us a five-star rating it helps us bring you these podcasts where we get to talk to you and talk with you every week 